Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is judge, jury, and executioner. Friend Frank, how are you today? I knew you were going to say that. Well, I am the law, <laughs> and the law is consistent, Frank. Yeah, that is true. Judge is Frank. True. Interesting. Um, no one else is consistent the beer we're drinking. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, it's almost like we never left the It's room. almost like we never left the room. <laughs> so weird yeah, how that happens. Uh, yeah, I am, I'm still chomping away here. I'm not chomping at all, actually. I haven't switched away from Switchback Ale. There you go. Yeah. Chomping away. It did somehow freeze and turn into potato chips. Mm. Is that what you were saying? They're like ice chips. Okay, before yeah. I continue my beer, I have a question. Yeah. Vodka's made from potatoes, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. I said that to somebody the other day, and they were like, shut up. No, it's not. Well, they're just wrong. And I was like, I'm pretty, like, I'm 99% sure. It's like it is, possible. and I was 100% sure until you said that to me. It's possible that not all vodka is made from potatoes, but I was under the impression that it was. Yeah. Well, then they were like, so if you juice a potato, can I get vodka? And I was like, I don't think you know anything. It's not how it works. I don't think you know anything about how distilleries. Yeah, no. Days. You need to go on a tour, mm-hmm. um, which I uh, recommend. If you can, you should go on a tour of Abbey Ale uh, because they make a wonderful St. Bernardus ABT12. Which I think St. Bernardus makes the Abbey Ale. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think they make an ale in an abbey. That makes sense, too. Yeah. I'm drinking the same beer it's as good. I was last episode it's so because it's so good, Frank. Yes. And it's very heavy, let's be honest. It's, it is it's not, It is really heavy. It's one that you want to, it really is, and I don't say this lightly, it is like a fine whiskey or a fine wine where you want to sip it slowly mm-hmm. and enjoy it. So I am sipping it slowly. Very good, very good, very good. Um, so, so what are we talking about today? So we're here because this is the this is the next episode of let me tell you why it's wonderful and we're here because i made frank watch the seminal 90s classic 1995's judge dread starring Sylvester Stallone. okay and i want to know what you thought about it because i'm going to tell you why it's one of my favorite films from childhood okay okay i had very very strong feelings about this movie. I loved it. <laughs> I loved this movie. I did not want to. I tried so hard. I fought uphill. It was. I tried so hard, Tim. I can't even tell you. Yeah, like, I tried so hard like five to minutes, not love five, it. Five minutes of the movie are like, this is pretty fun. Yes. Dang it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, but actually. Ten Eat recycled food. Yes. It's yes, good it's for the environment. environment. And, and okay, okay for you. you. Yes. Yeah. I loved it so much. I am not ashamed. I am not ashamed of it. It was fan freaking tastic. It was like it had all the 
all the things that a bad comic book movie should have. Yep. Uh, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and oh man, it was, it was so much fun. I know. Okay. So here's, here's what I enjoyed most about this movie. Okay. What I enjoyed most about this movie all right. was that it was, it, it fe- first of all, it felt ripped right out of the comic book. Like, Except, <laughs> true, but it's not. I'm sure it's not. Yeah. I'm sure. I got the sense that the actual comic is like a little more Alan Moore. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the, he didn't write it, did he? Nope. Okay. But I, I might have written a story here or there. Okay. But he wasn't like yeah. known for like, okay. No. I got the sense that it was like, you took an Alan Moore style story yep. a dark gritty you know 80s or whatever yeah, story you took watchman yeah, yeah yeah and you put it in the silver age <laughs> kind of or, or you at least told the story with silver age sensibilities yeah, you t- you turned watchman into batman and robin a little bit that's, yeah a little that's bit kind of what it is not that bad no uh, not that bad you turned you turned watchman into batman forever yeah okay or yeah, superman maybe. 3 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It, it it so it, what i liked about it was that it felt like Every fifteen minutes, a ninety-six minute uh, movie, so yep. you know, decent it's length, pretty, not pretty, super long, no, which was also good, but um, it felt longer than it was, but not in a bad way. Yep. And every fifteen twenty minutes or so, I felt like it was un- something from a different issue. Because you remember, oh, like, sure. when we were not mm-hmm. when we were kids, but more in the Silver Age, Bronze Age, and and so a one and, that, it was a one and done. It was a much more a one and done type of situation to where. <clears throat> comic book collectors used to be like, oh, sure, that was in Amazing Fantasy number 15, or oh, sure, that was in uh, Detective Comics number 138. Yep. Y- people knew down to the issue when that happened. Oh, first appearance of this character, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Nowadays, you say, oh, yeah, that happened in the uh, Grounded storyline. Uh, that happened in the Dark Knight mm-hmm. Returns storyline. You do it by storyline because that's sort of the unit of measurement nowadays. Yes. Right? Yep. It's, the, it's the, the trade rather than the issue. So these felt like Many adventures, the many adventures of Judge Dredd, like seven or eight different adventures. Instead of like the adventures of Robin Hood, it's the adventures yes, of Judge Dredd. Yes, and it was like seven or eight of them like anthologized together in one story where, where you string them together and there's like a, there's a through line, but it feels like lots of different issues. Okay, well that's very interesting that you said that because he, I always kind of feel like it's like, a, like it's a very short television season. Oh sure, they, you know, like here are the different adventures of Judge Dredd with this one through line, I mean, each, all the, like yeah, the they, one villain all the each way. Each could the have end. been an episode. Yep, definitely. So, Judge Dredd is an anthology series, basically. Mm-hmm. Started in the eighties. Okay. Uh, and do you know anything about the comic at all? You, we did do an episode where you did um, tell me a little bit of the the story of Judge Dredd. Okay. Um, well, now that you've seen the movie, you've actually got a, a fairly good sense of it. Okay. But the, the comics themselves are, because they started in the 80s, they are very much that here's the one adventure of Judge Dredd, and here's the other adventure of Judge Dredd. Right. And it's not for a long time did you then, for in, in, in Dredd, did you then get whole story arcs and returning characters, and it took a little while to get there, like almost any other. Any other book because it it comes from 1000 AD, yes, which is an anthology comic series. But Judge Dredd took off really well, and he's their most popular character, so they kept bringing him back. Sure, Judge Dredd ages in real time in the book. Okay, so he starts in his let's say 20s or whatever in in 1980. In 2017, he's that many years old. He's that many Got years it. older. Um, so that's all fine. Judge Dredd. Does not remove his helmet in the comics. 
ever. Okay. His face has never been seen oh, on page before. Interesting. 10 minutes or 15 minutes into this movie. Helmets what, off. Yeah. Helmets off, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But that's because he's Sylvester Stallone. Exactly. And that's because it, it that goes back to, that's typical. With I think, his weird it. blue contacts. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, are his eyes blue? Yes. No, they're not. Okay. Because cause Rico is wearing the same contacts because they're clone buddies. Because they're, they're clone to be right, brothers. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so we'll get to that. But so that, that was my overall feeling. Okay. Was like, this feels like I am seeing a bunch of different, like, maybe key issues of this story. Now, I didn't know it only went back to the 80s, which yep. means it was a relatively new property in 1995. About f- maybe 50, yeah, yeah not, less not, than 15 years not old. Not yeah. like the story going back to the 60s, which I sort of, was, it felt like an 80s type of thing, like yes. the sort of dystopian yep. nature of mm-hmm. it. But the way that the way they were telling the story felt like, like I said, like a Silver Age sensibility or Bronze mm-hmm. Age sensibility. It's, so it's, it felt it, like. It's a response to Thatcher's England, even though it takes place in America. The, the comic is the comic is oh so it, so so like Viva Vendetta yes yeah okay that's okay. that's the that's the tone of it uh, so judge for I can people see who that. don't know I can see that the world post apocalyptic whatever um, the world is divided into these things called mega cities and the mega cities are huge so like mega city one where Judge Dredd is is basically Maine all the way down to Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. and all of that in in the what is the former United States of America is Mega City 1, uh, and that's his jurisdiction. Um, you don't get that scope uh, in, right. in, this, yeah. in this film, but that's okay. Um, it's, a 90, it's a 90s movie. Now, I like Drug Dread comics. I love this movie. I totally recognize that it's not really like the right Judge Dread, and I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I, having never picked up a, a, a comic... Yep. I don't have that history to to you know back it up. Mm-hmm. So just purely watching this for what it is, it's an insanely fun series of stories. There's so much action. Tons. There's there's and it's it the way the story unfolds is very Batman sixty six in the like sure. very quick exposition of mm-hmm. like and it turns out dun, 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 yeah. he's your brother, my oh. brother. Like like yeah. it's very cheesy. Like so cheesy. Maybe not even Batman season six. Maybe even more Flash Gordon. Like like oh yeah. Very quick. Like the number of things. Any any two or three pieces of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like like a bunch of things happen in this movie, and two or three of them in a modern day movie would it, it would have been like half the things that happened in this movie would happen over the course of a two hour movie. Mm-hmm. But yep. they squeezed like three movies worth into ninety minutes. Agreed. So, there was. If it, do you do you if, did you notice the wild shift in tone sometimes? So the movie starts kind of serious, right? Yes. These guys are shooting up the street. It's we're gonna gritty, go in. It's, dark, it's, it's yeah. pretty and dark. And then a moment comes, pretty much when Dread gets kicked out of Mega City One. Okay, you yeah. know, and he meets up with Rob Schneider again. Mm-hmm. Um, not to be confused with Roy Schneider. Of Jaws fame, I would never get him confused. No, you shouldn't. I hate um, I know. So he's not bad in this movie. He's George Robinson in this movie, a bit. So here's the thing: Danny Cannon, the director of Judge Dredd, mm-hmm. wanted to make a dark, gritty, true to the comic movie. Oh no! Sylvester Stallone wanted to make a campy action oh, adventure no. like lethal weapon in yeah. the future yeah. kind of movie and that's where the clash of tone comes from mm. because eventually so like danny can is danny can but sylvester stallone is sylvester stallone right and, and he wins out and he wins <laughs> out um and that's so sad. so that's kind of that's why you get judge dread with his not one but 
two catchphrases in this movie. I am the, the law. law. Yep. Yep. And then you get, um, I, I knew, knew you'd say that. that. I yeah. knew you'd say that. Now, are either of those from the comics? I am the law is. Okay. I am the law is. I knew you'd say that is definitely not. Okay. But I love it every time he says it. It's, <laughs> it's stupid. Dread, be careful out there, huh? I knew, I knew you'd, you'd say that. that. <laughs> and it's just so perfect coming from Stallone. Yeah. Now, I... Um, he, Stallone's, want, we, Stallone's a good actor. Like, he can be. Yeah, he can be. <laughs> he can be a terrible actor. Honestly, look at his track record. Not the brightest track record. Like, like they're probably For, uh, more flops than hits. Probably. But when, uh, or at least critically. Yep. But, you know? when, but when given the right material, he can and, be great. Then the right, and even the right director, he can be great. Um, like, he's great in Creed. He's great in Rocky. Um, you know, like there's a he has some kind of pathos to him, but like he gets caught up in like his own eighties action hero yeah, machoism. Yeah. Um and like it really comes across in this movie. He's probably in one of the best shapes of his life in this movie. Too. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was in ridiculous shape and yeah. like yeah, yeah. It was it was like a prime of life appearance mm-hmm. for him. Um and honestly his acting is actually very good in this movie. Like, I think he's fun. It's it's a campy comic book movie. Granted, it's not from campy source material, right. but the movie itself is campy, and it owns it, and it does it so well. Yeah, for a movie that actually had a huge dividing line between star and director, yeah. it meshes together pretty okay. okay. Yeah. It's pretty fun, and there's like, I think the production design of this movie is real fun. It's got this Blade Runner yes, thing going does. for it, it um, which is which is fine, but even little things, so like when, so like when the judge, when, when one of the... Um, um, Chief Justice, well, one of the justices, not Chief Justice, but one of the goes to see Rico in prison. Yeah, and there's that, there's like the fingerprint scanner that has the picture inside, and he just opens it up and it's a gun. I'm like, yeah. that's super fun. Yeah. yeah, like what a great way to escape from prison. It's full of this sort of pulp hero level adventure. Yep. Of like, and then he just in the nick of time swung across the chasm and yeah. made it just before the bomb exploded. And it's yep. like it's super like over the top. Well, it's got this kind of Star Trek thing going like we got to run down this tunnel with it, the flame before the yes, flame goes again. Exactly. Right. Like, and it's like only Judge Dredd could do this. Yep. Like it's only yeah. Judge Dredd could run like nobody else in the history of the world has made it but only Judge Dredd could make it go back and get the guy who's fallen right, and right. then still make it. Right. With like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And and even like when they find out that like oh you didn't actually you weren't actually the murderer and you you know you were innocent and oh god you saved us all like we were broadcasting what was happening inside the whole time and he like, gets on the motorcycle to like drive off mm-hmm. it's just like all his adoring fans are cheering Yay, outside it's judge dread the symbol of mass authority and and militarism and dictatorship hooray <laughs> yeah, hooray right. but, but it is it yeah. does harken back to this time of like remember when when the good guys were just good like yeah like, like there were they weren't all anti-heroes yes they were less complex yes they were less interesting in some ways well but they were just good again that's funny that you say that because judge dread is, is i'm is sure built, super it, anti-hero it was well, not even anti-hero it's built on the gr- like the gray of it sure because they are an authoritative society they yeah. it is judge it, it, an executioner it, it, right he is an executioner and they're not they're not really heroes. They're they're. I, I was about to say they're not really heroes. They're cops. Not what I meant. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they're not. They're not superheroes. Mm-hmm. They're just they're guys who do their job. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. and and Judge Dredd is the best at what he does. He's so good at his job, and that's what makes it fun to watch. So I guess it's really if you're on the side of this lawful society or not. 
Um, I mean, based on when you see the levels of of Mega City One, they're kind of on their side. Yeah, you know, the upper, you know, the one percent is up top, and they're having a okay time, and then the the ones down below are having a terrible time. Sure, and they seem to be okay with it. Yeah, yeah, you know, like a lot of this movie is very black and white that way. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. It's very yes. It has a very simplistic view of ethics and morality, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like there's good guys and bad guys, and there's the law. And you follow the law or you don't. Well, but you say that, but the law is not infallible, which is one of the points, which is one of the points of the movie. So it tries to teach this lesson of like, you know, there is gray area, but in a very simplistic and it it talks about gray areas in a very black and white way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It's like the law never makes mistakes. What about what happened to you? And he's like, I never thought of that. Yeah. (laughs) Even though I'm in this desert wasteland. Yeah. And my father figures there yeah and he's dying but you're right i guess the law isn't right sometimes yes yeah, yeah like yeah. now turn to the camera mickey mouse and elmo and let's <laughs> sing a song <laughs> like that's <laughs> yeah it just it, it, it is it's a, a really i keep saying fun but it's just true it's it is a ton of fun it is not good it's, <laughs> no, not, it's not good but I, it's great but it's wonderful yeah it's <laughs> It's because uh, it's an unabashedly fun. Yeah. The I the I think it got it really gets panned because of stupid things you don't really think about when you're a kid. Like you're watching like Armand Asante. Armand Asante? Asante? Um you're you're watching Armand Asante beat up Sylvester Stallone <laughs> yes. and you're supposed to believe it. Yes. Like here's this guy who's a foot t- shorter than Sylvester Stallone and he's got the most spaghetti arms of any actor you've ever seen. That his fingertips like go down to his knees and there's no muscle on them whatsoever and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm beating you up and I'm winning." Yeah. And you're like, "I don't think you are." <laughs> yeah, I think you are because the movie's making you. Yeah. But he's so weirdly charismatic and fun and over the top because the rest of the movie's over the top. Like it's totally fine. I don't yes. even care. Yes. Like, oh, I love it. Like, ah, oh, so they're like, I am the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god, that's the uh, most over the top moment yeah. in the entire movie. Yep. If I were to lampoon this movie, that would be the one moment I would choose. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. Oh man. It, yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. No one can say that word in this movie. No. Nope. Um, Diane Lane is, you know, she's she's great. Yep. She is not the performance of her life. Oh, God, no. But it's what she's given. Yeah, I know? agree. And um, this is where my super hardcore crush on Diane Lane comes from. Totally, totally. To, that get I it. still have to this day. Totally get it. Like, she's Ma Kent and whatever. And I'm like, every time she shows up, I'm like, oh, Diane Lane. She's great. She's great. She's great. She's so talented yes. and pretty. And she saves the day. And it's great. Yeah, it's great. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, just, she's great in it. It's. Um, I, Max von Sydow. Max von freaking Sydow in this movie. I know, isn't it? This is the first thing I've ever seen, I ever saw him in. Uh, yeah, was, when you yeah. told me he was in it, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I kind of forgot about it. And then yep. I saw him and I was like, hey, it's him. He's what? good. He's Dude, good. He's good. He is good. I mean, he's good in everything. Yeah. But he was like, it's one of those roles like, do you know what movie you're in right now? But well, this he's is the, the Alec Guinness of this movie. He's great point he is the elegant as this movie but don't because he's let, the obi-wan figure let us yeah oh, definitely he, he he tells him like he's your brother all that like you know he like, even shows up in a brown cloak I in mean, the middle of the desert could they make it any yeah. more clear I, there are actually a lot of parallels with star wars but it's almost like they took the timeline of the things that happened in star wars threw it in a blender and then just like all right print yep Yep. Um, so they kind of like it's not the same structure but a lot of the same touch points are there it is weird that the world blows up uh, by the Death Star right at the end of the movie. It is weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. is a little strange. Mm, strange. I was going to say, Max von Sydow, let's not forget, was in Flash Gordon. 
That's right. You know, that's like right. The, the, one of the campiest of camp movies that's right. ever. So I think he might he might even know what yeah, movie he's in, and he's just like, whatever. This is fun. That might be why they wanted him. Yeah, because <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a cult classic, like touchstone. Yes, um, yes, and. I think more people like this movie than they care to admit. I think so too. Yeah. I think I think people get caught up in talking about its critical uh you know value. So like right. looking at it from a critical lens talking about is it a good movie or a bad movie. If you want to be that, you know, black and white and and, and if you want to be that um strict about like we're just talking on on like a filmmaking mm-hmm. from filmmaking sensibilities, yeah, it's not a great movie. Do you enjoy it? Are you entertained by it? Like, like, do you sit there for ninety six minutes and you're like, "Go, Judge Dredd, go!" Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, yes, yep. yeah. It inspires Definitely. like these these feelings of like childlike joy mm-hmm. uh, in me and in me, me seeing it for the first time at age twenty eight, not having any childhood memories of it or a childhood attachment to it. Yep. I still got that. Yep. Did you? So you know, like he says, "I knew you'd say that." A bunch, right? So yeah. when he's in, so when he's with the mutants in the desert, and there's that robot guy, and he's like, "How do you plead?" He's like, "Ah, he's like, ah, I knew you'd say that." He like yes, shouts yes. it every time, like, "Yeah, <laughs> he, he knew." Yeah, you told me that he had more than one catchphrase. Yeah, and I couldn't remember if you said there were two or three. Two. Uh, well, now, now I know. Yeah, that. but but going into the movie, oh, I couldn't okay. remember if you said two or three. So, so did you so, find a third one? Well, I thought I did. So, so he said, "I am the law." Pretty early on in the movie, I knew yeah. about that one. That was yeah. infamous. Yeah. But um, uh, early on, uh, he he says court court adjourned or this court's adjourned. Or something oh, like that. yeah. And I felt like, oh, is that going to be another catchphrase? Like, is he going to say that a bunch? Like, I'm logging that away because that sounds like he says it right after he executes the leader of yes, the, yes, the, the, exactly. the, the gang, there, the gang there. member who yeah. that guy is in a bunch. Oh, is he of camp? I can't remember his name for the life of me. But he is also, if you're talking campy movies that are pulpy, uh, he is the head gangster in Billy Zane's The Phantom. Oh, yeah. I just re-listened to our episode about The Phantom recently. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, good movie. Mm-hmm. That guy, he's great in that movie, too. He shows up in a bunt. He's in tons and tons of stuff. He was the voice of Hawkman on Justice League Unlimited. And oh, nice. Yeah, okay. Not Hawkman from space, Hawkman from Egypt. Oh, there's two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. okay. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, not from Starcrossed, but from the, yeah. the other one. So, yeah. um, but anyway, so yeah, he says court is adjourned. He says it twice. I thought he might have said it twice. I think he says it at the end with Rico. Okay, but I, I can't. I honestly can't remember. So when I heard in their, that in their fight in the Statue of Liberty it's, for some yes. reason, yeah. Oh. So it, it because it, he's fighting for liberty, right, but not right. really because it's an authoritative society. But still, kind of. But kind but of. You're still rooting for him. Yep. At least in this version, I don't know if that's the case in the comics, but you're, you you should root for him. Okay. But sometimes you shouldn't. But yeah. most of the time, you should. Right. Or, yeah. Or, or, on the whole, yeah. Yeah. So, um, is he kind of a Punisher type character in in the comics? Um, I mean, as much as as much as he is like at the Judge Journey and Executioner, but he does follow the law. That is right. it. It is. Yeah. He's a Type A. Right. It's the right. law. It's yeah. his big. It's his big thing. So there's a there's another movie, right? There's there's a re, there's there's yeah. Carl there's Urban. Carl Dread. Urban's Dread. Twenty twelve. Twenty Carl. Have you seen it? No. Okay. No. I would I would encourage you to watch it after watching this one. I think just, I will just to see the difference. It's got Lane Hetty in it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I I, I and think Dom I will. Gleason and oh nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. Nice. Um, he plays an albino. Um, it's. 
it's a stripped down, gritty reboot, if you will. But, but is it more faithful to the comics? Definitely, would, okay. definitely. Yeah, it's I not as sense. high sci-fi the way that the book really is, because like the book has like extra dimensional beings that show up and like okay. you know like it's it's all over the place. You know, it's a it's a true comic book. Yeah. Um, the 2012 is in the in the vein of like. We got to strip it down and make it gritty. Casino Royale, Batman Begins. You know, we gotta right. we gotta make it gritty and reboot. But Judge Dredd's already gritty. But this was the one that fans had been waiting for. Uh, and so, if you're looking for an accurate, a more accurate Judge Dredd, watch that one. But it's not because it's gritty reboot era. It's not fun. You know what I mean? Like Batman right. Begins is a good movie. It's not a fun movie. No, you know? no, it's not fun. Yeah, right, right. And that, that's not to say it's not good. It's to say it's not like right. yay Batman. Like, right. like there are sort of those moments, but that's not the tone of it. Overall. Right, exactly. There's gonna there's always the catchphrase. You know, there's the I'm Batman. Right. And he says I am the law in that one and stuff like that. But it's a it's a it's a very stripped down. I get it. Version. Yeah, yeah. I'd be curious what you think. Not as a let me tell you why it's wonderful because. Pretty much everyone agrees that that movie is wonderful. It's better, yeah. Yeah. But I think because that one came out, people were like, even more like, boo, Sylvester Stallone's dread. But I just think that the movie's stupid fun. And I think, I know you don't like Rob Schneider, but I kind of like, like, like I like their their chemistry together is, yeah. is quite good. I was able to tolerate him way more. Yeah. The most. This is my, the most I've ever enjoyed Rob Schneider. Was in this okay. Movie. By far, actually, yeah, I the like. Most. I really like the scene right before they run into the right before they run into the the um, flames yep. outside the city. Yep. and he's like, "Only a crazy person would run in there." And he's like, "Oh, those crazy people wouldn't do that." And he's like, "Oh, I know because I'm standing outside with one right now." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> like, oh, you're making fun of me." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Stallone's like, it's one of the that's like, like one of the, exclamation like the... grunts yeah. in this movie are <laughs> top notch. Like, like they are, you know, like, uh, like when they're on the bike and it's flying and they're escaping, and he's like, "I think I need new underwear." Or whatever. He's like, Ugh. Ugh. "Like, sorry, so, yeah." But like, yeah, that's that's what I hate about Rob Schneider is like he's the guy that will like, he's just the clown. He's the jester. You know, he's right. just there to be like, ah, poop joke, ah, right. sex joke, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's the movie. Yeah, that that's the movie that Stallone wanted. Yeah. And so, like the other stuff that you like about it is yeah. what Danny Cannon wanted. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I, you know I, what I mean. So it's like yeah. this weird blend of the two. This weird blend of the two that shouldn't. I don't think should work, but I think it does. I think it does work. I I could have done with. Let me put it this way: if, a little if, less. If Rob Schneider was not in it, I think it'd still be a good I, movie. It wouldn't leave any holes. No, I, I don't. Well, sort of because he is. He's not just there for the laughs. I like he, he does serve he moves a purpose. Some, some plot elements forward, or or at least some like, yeah, like sort of transitional or some uh, logistical things yeah. of like how dread gets from A to B or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like that could be solved otherwise. I agree. Uh, by somebody who's not cracking poop jokes every every couple seconds. Did you like the clear Terminator robot ripoff? Ah, uh, yes, I did. Actually. Yeah, I yeah, did, I did quite a bit. It's pretty. Armando cool. Santes. Armando Santes robot. Yeah. Friend. yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I loved so much about like the grandiose over the top scale of like the the chief justice deciding to step down so that they would be lenient to to dread mm-hmm. and all, all these like again, these things that you would be like, Oh man, that happened in issue one forty five. Yep. You know, like 
Like yep. th- those kind of ten pole, like it'd be on the cover and it'd be like, Oh my god, the, yeah. he's Judge Dredd is found guilty of murder what? in a in a society where he murders everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but this yeah. was different because it was an illegal it, murder right, for some reason. Yeah, it's yeah. right. Yeah. because uh, other judges told him it was bad. There's a building shaped like a giant eagle in this movie. Yes. You know what I How mean? How much more over the top can you be? Right. Like on on the nose. Right. That's that's not logistical. <laughs> Like where's your office? About is that? your office in the bottom wing? Like I, how do you get there? No, it's like I, a one. How did spal- they get to the top of the, the, one, the uh, one spiral staircase yeah, going yeah, down to the bottom right. of the wing where your one solitary office is? Much like the Statue of Liberty, like they had a fight in the crown of the Statue of Liberty. Like, are you kidding me? Yep. <laughs> where Project Janus just happened to be. Like, oh, if apparently. you're a, if you're a scientist group or if you're like the Council of Judges or something like that, and you're like, we need to conduct this experiment about clones. Where should we do it? The Statue of Liberty. Oh man! God forbid you put it in a science lab yeah, or yeah. something just underground, like, secure yeah, under, somewhere. Secure. No, you yeah. put it in the Statue of Liberty. Even the comic books. The very like the very idea of Janus and there being like, oh, we're gonna make a clone army. And we're going to use, uh, you know, whatever, yep. advanced incubation techniques to make them grow fast. But then the villain comes in and puts his DNA in, so they're all clones of him. Yep. <laughs> and the, like, and the that, one judge, he's like, no, that wasn't the plan. Yeah, like, you yeah, didn't like, come, know he was going to do that. I know. Come on. You put a power-hungry madman in, the, in a DNA chamber, and what would you expect? I know. Um, it's but great. It's great. It actually felt to me like a little bit like the plot of like a Legends of Tomorrow episode or something. Kind of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, Which is also high camp. Right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, I can see the and dark being like ah come to me my pretties you know like yep. uh so it just it was just so it just screamed camp and but in in like such a good way it was the most fun like i've had watching a campy movie like this maybe since batman 66 like wow. it's i put it on a pedestal of like good bad movies wow you know what can i say at the at the end of all of this I knew you'd say that. Yeah! <laughs> so did you think I was going to like it? Yeah, I did. did. Okay. Yeah. I I had a feeling that you would. So, which is fine, because there's part of this, like, you don't necessarily want, like, let me tell you why it's wonderful. Like, I could, actually, I think the next thing that I, I want to have you, I don't know if you'll like or not. Okay, okay. But there are things in it that I think you'll appreciate because this is weird blend of whatever that's okay. coming your way. Okay. With that said, should we, uh, should I reveal to you what your next assignment is? Yes. Okay, I'm ready. This is one that is not, I don't think is as hated as Xanadu or Judge Dredd. Okay. Not, doesn't have great Rotten Tomato ratings. It's okay. one that I really love. Is it a Beatles movie? No. Oh, okay. And I'm not sure how you're going to feel about this either All when right. you see it. But my next assignment for you is Tron Legacy. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. I'm excited because okay. I've never seen it. I know that. It. I know. We've talked about this. I've never seen the original one either. Does I, that matter? No, doesn't. Okay. Honestly, doesn't. Great. Um, It'll it'll give you, they'll, you'll get the idea from that. If you want to watch it for bonus points, sure. But like, even I've only seen the original Tron once and I don't really care for it. Gotcha. But I love Tron Legacy. Okay. Um, okay. I think it's got like a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. So oh, like, could, eh, go, could go either could way. Could go either way. It's, it is pretty, there are things about it I think you'll like. There are things about it I, don't, I think you might not like. I can't tell where you're going to land, kind of like with whatever your next time for me is. I'm not sure where you're going to land because I could see in my head I'm formulating arguments for for you liking it and not liking it All right. overall. So okay. we'll see. We'll have to see. Okay. Um, so it's not like Xanadu where I was like, I know this is terrible. I know you're going to hate it, but I'm going to subject you to this because I want to talk about it. Damn it. Okay. Um, and it's not like Dread where it's like, I think you're going to love this. You just need to be forced to watch it. This is This is somewhere in between. Okay. So we'll see where that nets out, but. I look forward to talking about Tron Legacy with you soon. I look forward to the excuse to watch Tron Legacy again. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. Okay. Cool. 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 Well, you can find us on uh, the you can find us on the internet at beerwithgeeks.com or Facebook, Gmail, and Twitter at beerwithgeeks. You can find all of our Thought Bubble Audio shows at thoughtbubbleaudio.com, including Beer with Geeks Academy Rewinds, Darkville's House of L, Supergirl TV Talk, and Hate Watch with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check all of those in places that podcast can be found, such as. Uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Play and Satchel and Overcast and Stitcher and all these other places. All the great places. All the the great places. Um, uh, That being said, you can also head over to patreon.com slash audio and check out all the the different tiered rewards there if you want to give us some of your hard-earned moolah. Even Mm. a dollar will help us keep the lights on. Frank, did you not pay your bill? Oops. No, just kidding. Please, please pay us. Just kidding. Ah. It's a thunderstorm. No, it's not the lights still on. None of those it's things. none of those things. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tim's got jokes. I've got jokes. They're not funny. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes they're funny. Yeah. Um, I knew you'd say that. <laughs> uh, so that is it from us. Until next time. Cheers. What are you? The law. I knew you'd say that.